0: Alert 654 Jose. It's
1: time for the unsolicited advice podcast. With over 20 years experience talking smack to each other and good at cracking cold ones and talking football. This is your favorite source for fantasy football wisdom. And now here's your hosts, Charlie and Bryce. Gentlemen. welcome back welcome back this is unsolicited advice with Charlie and Bryce as always I am Bryce and with me today uh Charlie we had a bye week
0: last week yeah we took a bye week for sure uh,
1: I think we both needed it we did you
0: definitely needed
1: it yeah um. um I used it to the best I was Charlie was like the guy who pulled his hamstring in the middle of the game last week uh, and so definitely you needed the the extra days right to recover yeah yeah um, i was just like the 10-year veteran that needed some off days you needed practice. veteran rest day yeah, yeah
0: definitely needed some rest for sure well we know how much your chapped ass is usually about traveling and driving and shit of that nature and you right. had to travel i did but so i you don't prepare so I, You had to prepare
1: but i was ready to roll i had a good travel experience this time so i'm good oh that's good
0: yeah so we're not getting any travel stories for your chapped ass that's correct that's correct unbelievable dude yeah your turn, i know you're Turning a new leaf. Uh, well, listen, Welcome we, to autumn. Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs>
1: nice. I see what you did there. Good. You haven't lost your touch, Charlie. No, nah, dude. Sure I'm, I'm still on top that. of it.
0: I might sound a little different. I'm getting over, I guess what would be RSV. Yeah. Which is just like a kind of heavy cold for adults. Yeah. Or for me at least. And then dangerous for the babes and the, um, old folks. And, uh, yeah, I was in the hospital this weekend with my youngest daughter who got RSV, she couldn't breathe, was on oxygen. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that's gonna be somewhere in your chapping ass. Um no, because um, <laughs> I mean the 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 <laughs> only of thing all things that, the only, you had
1: like the perfect lineup for your chapping ass
0: and it doesn't make the cut. Well, I must, didn't, I, mean, I don't want to use it as my chapping ass because I'm just thankful she's okay. I get, you yeah, know what I mean? I didn't yeah. want to. Um, if anything chapped my ass about that was that this particular hotel room, it had the futon, you know, but then it the had hospital a hospital room, not hotel room. That's exactly what I meant. Yes. Thank yeah. you. Um, I had a, the futon and then it had a trundle. Oh, and I slept on the trundle. Oh, it was like one step above concrete. Yikes. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was yeah. pretty rough. Yeah. And the look, I, I know people aren't going here to s- stay to, you know, sleep well, but yeah. the pillowcases were like Sam. Dude, I woke up and my face felt like wind burnt. Wow. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and I was so confused and I realized it was those fucking sheets are brutal, dude. Wow. Like sandpaper. It's didn't make your chapping ass. Well,. <laughs> Like no part of this experience made you chapping ass. That's uh, that's, amazing. that's the only thing that that would have made it. Um, okay, but no, nah, I've got something else chapping my ass. Dude. Okay, all right. Don't you can't, worry can't about. Can't wait that. for that one. Must be good. Bryce, do you want to just talk some football? Or yeah, one?
1: Charlie. It's been long overdue. Uh, so mm. sorry for our six listeners uh, who tune in every <laughs> week.
0: <laughs> no, nah, dude, we, we've got a uh, we've got more than that
1: solid eight you're right we're in the 20 to 30s dude (laughs) yeah we are
0: yeah all right charlie let's do it all right uh bryce let's talk some football let's do it cheers cheers oh that is delicious Uh, much needed all
1: right charlie let's jump into some news here um you want, to, you want to start with
0: interesting news? Just because your football team sucks doesn't mean our podcast sucks, okay? I never said our we've podcast got, sucks. We've got listeners, dude.
1: Uh,
0: yeah. Double digits. I hope so. Man. Turn that frown upside down, Bryce. Uh, there's no we're do- frown. We're doing a podcast. There is no frown. I'm ready to roll. Good. Let's do it.
1: All right. Um, how do you want to go? Th- let's go through the news. Um, you want to, let's attack the injury news first. Cause right. there's kind of a good bit of it here. There's it. Um, the most important one, Charlie is, uh, Anthony Richardson, um, goes down in last week's game, lands on his shoulder wrong. Uh, and it sounds like, it is uh, confirmed. it's an AC joint, uh, and he's going to have season ending in, uh, season ending surgery sometime this week, next
0: week. Did we know I think, when? I think next week
1: so Jim Mersey was the first one to come out and say it but it seems like the team has now confirmed it um and there was a good piece on ESPN written about how Andrew Luck's surgery uh, Okay, I was kinda, hoping
0: you were going to bring this up yeah
1: kind of played a part in this uh so Andrew Luck kind of had a similar similar injury um but delayed the surgery um and it ended up becoming a, a really big mental hurdle and physical hurdle and I mean obviously it wasn't the reason why Andrew Luck retired but, but that is one of the one of the many he had, he had a lot of contributing injuries. factors that And
0: it didn't seem he could ever get it healthy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um and obviously Cam had not this injury, but again again another throwing shoulder injury and it just felt like it was never truly handled correctly. And I think his arm definitely suffered because of that.
0: And so the AC joint is what connects your collarbone to your shoulder, essentially, or like the socket that holds your collarbone or something. Um, So like if you hear a separated shoulder, that's, this is the injury. There's grade one, two, and three, and really only in grade three are you going to need surgery. Um, But it's a painful.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That was was my my
0: scooter incident.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, I do. Separated shoulder. Yeah. Uh, funny you say that because I actually asked uh, my wife for an electric scooter for Christmas. Did you really? Yeah, I said I wanted one. Yeah, yeah. But the roads awesome. the roads in my neighborhood are a lot smoother than the than the sidewalks in downtown Raleigh. Well, so I, I feel relatively safe. There's no <laughs> patches of gravel
0: that I could possibly... There's no... Let's get hammered as soon as you get it and yeah. go ride right around. I'm down.
1: I'm down. Good. You have
0: to get one and we'll just... Uh, I might we'll, even put a helmet on this we'll, time just that's in That's probably
1: a good idea. Maybe
0: some <laughs> knee pads and elbow pads. Yeah. Nothing to protect the shoulder. Though. We got to let yeah. that for Yeah. Let it well, go, I, mean, dude.
1: We, I can go find you an extra pair of... I have shoulder football pads.
0: pads. Oh, yeah. I would need football pads. My shoulder, my lacrosse shoulder yeah. pads. I ripped back. Yeah, those are bad. Shoulder yeah, that's, pads That's off. not actually, yeah. That's
1: not going to actually help you. Yeah. We'll get you suited out like a, like a five-year-old learning how to rollerblade for the first time. We'll get Hell you yeah, dude. The wrist guards, the uh, knee skates, or the knee guards, and the, the As long as we can Elbow get like an guards. American flag cape. Yeah. Let's, of sorts. Yeah. Maybe a GoFundMe. I think something yeah, like that yeah, can yeah. help. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think we could do that. We got to figure out a name for our scooter gang. So you got to come through. Dude, no, the neighborhood I will and, have it uh, ready by
0: the end of the podcast. Yeah. There's one worry.
1: on Amazon for only like 250 bucks. It's pretty cheap. Really? Yeah. Yeah. So, it goes like 15 miles an hour. So that might be
0: right at your capacity there. Oh, I need to go faster than that, dude. Well, I, I got to ride should. that thing I don't
1: wide I you should go any faster <laughs> than that. <laughs> But I got some hills in my neighborhood. So I think uh, it'll I think probably get, get up, up, up to there. 17, dude. Yeah. yeah. Probably get I up, think up to so. 17. I think so. We got to pack on some weight. So, all right. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Anthony Richardson, uh, done for the year. Charlie. I'll yeah, with a shoulder. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Charlie, I feel like anytime I think about like, quarterbacks like this, I always think about you remember the Mike Vick commercial way back in the day where they uh, it was, and I don't remember what the commercial was for, but they basically. It was like a Nike or ESPN commercial, and it was the Mike Vick experience. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was yeah. basically like a roller coaster of or, like going yeah, through like yeah. a Mike Vick simulator. For sure, dude. That's kind of what I think of when I think of Anthony Richardson. Um, so, Charlie, obviously, Anthony Richardson only makes it through six games, really, five, I guess, technically. But um, overall, I, I hate to judge someone off of this, but... Can we judge Anthony Richardson, things we saw, things we didn't see? Obviously he's gonna be continue to be graded against CJ Stroud and Bryce Young, and obviously Bryce Young's not off to a very good start. Um, but I feel like there's gonna be now at least you can see some things on film. Oh, I was from gonna Bryce say I Young. think there,
0: there's things that he has put on tape that yeah. show why they drafted him. So, what There's is one your one. assessment um, of
1: Anthony Richardson, and then how would you... Dude, the
0: injuries could... Ver- if He's going to need to learn to play differently. I mean, he was injured... He played in, what, three, four three, games? Three of the five games. Three missed, of the five games well, he got injured. I
1: guess I would say four, because he missed half of two games. Because yeah. he got pulled from the concussion, Yep. and he basically missed two, a quarter and a half.
0: And then, from the AC joint, he basically missed two full quarters. Yeah. All right, so I, um, why did you ask for an electric scooter? Because uh, I think it would be awesome to just ride around the neighborhood. What, okay. what happened okay. that we circled back to? Uh, it just dawned on me that... You don't think that's a cool gift? No, it's awesome. I just didn't know if you had like a purpose, like a actual... No, I just think like smoking so smoking a cigar right yeah. street with a scooter yeah dude. i mean drinking a beer hey, I'll, I'll fucking about it dude. i mean we'll, you know we'll rig up a little cup holder on i there. i
1: just think i mean again the roads are all like freshly paved in my neighborhood so like all i can think about is like longboarding or just like yeah.
0: rolling down them dude i'll, I'll i mean they're like so week. smooth all right dude i'm good with it i was just just curious as i'd like to start an electric scooter
1: gang in my neighborhood uh, and obviously I'd like to extend you the first invitation even though you're What not if in I the neighborhood.
0: what if I start with like a non-electric scooter? Or oh, just a Razor scooter. Can I be a Razor be in the gang? scooter,
1: that's fine. We'll have to find Can you Can I be some- a prospect? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Prospect.
1: Yeah, it'll be an initiation process. Okay. Okay. Um and the I'll have to I'll make you bang your ankle against the Razor scooter at least 5 times. <sighs> I, you won't need to make me do it. I'll just do it anyways. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be your final initiation process is you have to bang your ankle on your you gotta, scooter five times
0: Gotta do in a, a single shove it.
1: You got to show how much you really want it. Oh, I'll dude. as long as I get a leather out of it. I'm, yeah. I'm good. So I'm excited about the electric scooter. If I get it, cause it's got a hand brake.
0: There's a, <laughs> there's no there's foot brake. A company I used to work for a project manager had a, uh, you know, those one wheels. Oh yeah. 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 He had a one wheel <laughs> yeah. gang. He was in. Okay. They would like roll up to they had fucking leather yeah, jackets. I see him at the everything. beach all the time. Yeah. So him and his buddies would roll up to bars in their leather jackets on their one wheels. Nice. And he's like 35, dude. Yeah. Um, you gotta find the little
1: things in life. Yeah, dude. I feel like a electric scooter. Again, you know my neighborhood, so there's some hills, there's a lot of just open area. It's gonna be it's all like freshly paved. So I'm like, I all I see is just like open road that needs to get used. And it's funny is that like everyone in my neighborhood walks. There's a lot of walkers. No one walks on the sidewalk.
0: Have you seen the movie Envy? No. Oh, it was Jack Black, and he created Rise, and he would just rant, like, uh, I think Ben Stiller was in it, and he would look outside, and Jack Black would be riding random shit because he was so rich. Yeah. I feel like people are going to see you rolling down the street in an electric scooter with a cigar in your mouth and a whiskey Coke or whatever you drink. Yeah. And think... People are going to be jealous. I might even have to find a basket on the
1: front and put like a stuffed ET on the front. That would just make it. I mean, I have so many ideas in my mind for this thing. So I'm excited for you. I'm telling you, I'm, you can come over and I'll give you some honorary rides
0: now I'm excited. We got we gotta go back to football. If, if I get one awesome. yeah,
1: if I get one I'll get the extended deck and maybe we can ride a twofer.
0: Hell yeah, dude. It's yeah. like a what what do they call it? The tandem, a tandem a tandem scooter. Tandem yeah,
1: tandem scooter, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, they make like a eight inch deck and a 10, ten inch deck. Ten inch deck. You could definitely squeeze two people on there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to hold me straight Titanic style. Oh, though. God. Or maybe the opposite way. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. however we want to do it. I'm yeah. excited either way. Yeah. Well, hopefully we wouldn't get any injuries like the guys that we're going to be talking about next. Um, Charlie, the windows have been open for three players. Jalen Ramsey, Kyler Murray, and Buda Baker. Uh, all on IR. All open their windows. Uh, obviously, it's a 21-day window. To officially come off the IR list or go onto the active roster, but Charlie, all three of them did jump off there uh, or did open their windows. And Kyler
0: uh, actually practiced this week.
1: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to see how that goes. I mean, we'll talk about it in the game, but um, I definitely think they're starting to see they they gotta. You know, we'll talk. We'll talk about it then, but. Uh, definitely will be huge help for getting Kyler and Buda Baker back, but also Jalen Ramsey as well for the Dolphins.
0: Yeah, that would be big.
1: Um, Also, uh, going into another injury here, and this will wrap up the injury news here, Charlie. Um, Deshaun Watson seems to have a micro-tear, a micro-tear in his labrum, it sounds like. huh? And he came out, or he did a presser today saying that, there's no real timeline for his return and that he's kind of playing it by ear really. So I had two thoughts here. One thought was that maybe the Browns are just playing this a little close to their vest because he's worth so much money to them. Or maybe Deshaun Watson is, I don't know. Is it, is it Deshaun or is it the franchise? What, what, what do you think here? Because, like, it was kind of a Like, what was it, last week that he didn't play was the first time? No. Yeah, it was it, was. it was, well, this two pe- weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago. Because Dorian Robinson-Thomason played. And then P.J. Walker. And then Walker. P.J. Walker played. So, I and that's, I don't know, is it a Deshaun thing? Because it
0: kind of came out of nowhere, and then all of a sudden, he just wasn't playing. First of all, I want to say, uh, obviously, my wife can hear us yeah. do this. Yeah, yeah, and when you said uh, Deshaun Watson has a micro tear, she texted me and said he meant to say micro penis. So
1: (laughs) (laughs) nice, Lily. Nice. Yeah. Um, Yes. Probably that too. Yeah. Um, One that he obviously needed massaged all the time. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Big massage guy. Yeah. Um, So it's hard for me to say, I haven't had like a shoulder injury. He doesn't strike me as the type of person, although that's a hard way to start a sentence when talking about Deshaun Watson. Right. However, um, I think I'm. I may have told you this thought last week, but he doesn't strike me as the type of person that, if he could be out there, like, that he would just be like, eh, yeah, nah, yeah. I mean, and that's what like I, does money change you like that? Does the
1: kind of money he got change you? Or is that a franchise decision? I mean, it would decision. change me.
0: I'd have like no debt. It'd be awesome. But, oh, yeah, you tell him. Me. I mean, the thing. Having said that, he did hold out. So that would be an example of him not being out there when he could be. Um, I I don't know though. It just seems. It's not like they're out of the. They're not having a bad season. It's yeah, just it's yeah. just bizarre. I don't. I don't know.
1: I feel like it's, it's a hard, franchise it's hard for thing. me to read.
0: Yeah. I, I feel like there's
1: obviously got to be some sort of discomfort there for him. Otherwise, I feel like he would be playing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but I also feel like in the same sense, this is Cleveland saying, we have invested way too much for this to go badly. So we'd rather just sit back and play it safe rather than test the waters here. And I, in that sense, I don't blame Cleveland. I don't blame anyone, whoever... Whoever it is. Oh, who's okay. That so call. no,
0: it was definitely Deshaun saying, "I, I am not." So this is I do know this. Deshaun came out and said, "I'm not comfortable playing. Like, I it does yeah. not feel good." Yeah. Because he was cleared by the doctors two weeks ago, before his first game that he missed, he was medically cleared, mm. and but he was in too much pain to play, and so that's why there's that question of. Is it him? Yeah. Yeah. Is he just like being like, eh, nah, I don't really. Yeah. Okay. I I didn't, I I forgot that we hadn't talked about that yet. So hopefully that helps bring my previous statement. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it does. Um, but yeah, so he, he was medically cleared. Now, if he came out and said that there's a micro tear, then he must've gotten more opinions, more pictures taken. And finally someone saw it. Um, I mean, I don't know how you see a micro tear or whatever, but yeah, I couldn't tell you. I'm sure, someone knows how to see those, right? Um, but you know, I I believe that it, he he probably found it weird that he was medically cleared with the pain level that he was in, and so he kept going to get it get pictures taken. and Someone did finally see, yeah, there is you do have there. Yeah, you've got a problem here. Sure, um, and I don't know what how much of a problem a micro tear in your labrum is for a quarterback. I'm sure it's it's different than if you're a lineman, you know what I mean? But, um, and it is his throwing shoulder. So, I mean, I guess we just kind of got to wait and see. Yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, so he said
0: no timeline.
1: Yeah. That's what he said. He's like, there's no real timeline,
0: which like yikes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, PJ Walker played great. Yeah, I had a couple of problems. Well, we can get into it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, Last news here. And this one's kind of important. Uh, Not now, Charlie, but probably when we start getting to like week 15, 16, and people start uh, getting uh, uh, the button pushed pushed for their ejector seat when it comes to head coaches. Um, So the NFL and the NFL owners passed a new rule today saying that in-person head coaching interviews – cannot happen until after the divisional round of the playoffs. So the reason why they did this is to try and slow down the hiring process to try and allow more diverse coaches or coaches on different staffs to try and get more hiring. But honestly, whatever the NFL wants to state, I think it's a good idea just because it feels like
0: it will slow down a lot of these knee-jerk decisions. Um, But really, it's for the— I mean, the assistants that are maybe just making a name for themselves, but they're on a winning team and they want to go interview and have a fair shot. Right. I mean, Robert, they're in the playoffs. Yeah. Right. Um, Robert Sala probably would have been hired as a head coach the year prior than he, than he, you know what I mean? So, um, D'Amico Ryan's probably. Yep. Oh, actually D'Amico, uh, turned, he had another, a second interview offer from Minnesota and he turned it down he said, I want to stay. So, Mm. um, but just things like that. It's, um, Good for yeah, the league, good. I think. It is overall. Yeah, definitely good.
1: All right, Chuck, you ready? Yep. All right, let's get into these uh, games from last week. So last Thursday we had Chiefs at the Broncos. Um, Charlie, two, two thoughts here. Um, first off, I feel like we're just getting to the point where the Chiefs will continue to win, but they're going to continue to win ugly. Am I wrong in saying that?
0: I think that it might look a little better now that they got Miko Hardman, who was traded to the Chiefs today.
1: You think, though? Well, I think. I mean, they still have MVS.
0: Yeah, he's been dropping balls too.
1: Well, I just I think a large part, and again, we'll talk about it in this week's games. But I think Rasheed Rice coming on will definitely help them. I just wonder, like, besides Travis Kelsey, obviously they need someone else to step up here.
0: I think Miko will help with that. I don't look. I don't think he's a. Tyreek Hill, by any means. Yeah. Um, Maybe he just kind of plays the juju
1: role and knows what he needs to do and how to do it.
0: Yeah. And, well, he's a different type of receiver, obviously, but he knows that offense very well. Patrick Mahomes trusts him. He can – I I think it'll be good for that offense and um, good for me, Cole Hartman, really. He's going to get back in the, in the game here.
1: Yeah. Um, secondly, Charlie, um, if you're the Broncos – who are you trading away? Because it feels like the Broncos are going to be one of those teams that starts to sell at the trade deadline. They've come out and said that, and so there's a number of people, mostly defensive players, that they said. Obviously, we've seen they've uh, they released Frank Clark. They got rid of Randy Gregory, who obviously traded, is now a Niner. Traded Randy um, Gregory, but like if you are um, if you're Sean Payton, and it sounds more like Sean Payton is going to try and get the GM fired. I don't remember what the GM's name there is um, because Sean Payton, when he was in new Orleans was also the GM. Um, So it sounds like Sean's kind of trending in that direction, but um, what do you think the Broncos should do? Who should they trade away? Essentially uh, if you were the Broncos GM, whether that's Sean Payton or whoever the
0: other actual GM is. I mean, it depends how much of a fire sale you want to do. I mean, do you want to literally rip it down to nothing? Then trade Patrick Sertan. Get you a real draft pick out of that.
1: That's the only one you're trading away?
0: I, I wouldn't. I mean, as a Bron- if I was a Broncos fan, I obviously wouldn't want him to go. But, I mean, if you want to get some actual draft capital... That's who you're trading. I think Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton. Well, you said defense at first. So well, I they, I the rumors are mostly defensive players. They're not going to trade Russell Wilson because they've got too much money in him. Um, well, I don't think anyone will trade for him, frankly. Right. But um, uh-huh. yeah, I think Jerry Judy will go. I think he will be gone by October 31st. You think so? Yeah. Um, I don't think I. Think Cortland Sutton has really solidified himself there. I think other team franchises would be thrilled to get Jerry Judy. Mm. And I kind of think Jerry Judy would be thrilled to have a new sort of system. Yeah. Get out of this little black hole he's in right now. Sure. Um, Maybe. I I don't know. I mean, Javante, if they like this Jaleel McLaughlin kid enough, Maybe Javante Williams? Yeah. But besides that, I don't know that there are a ton of others that they would want to... I mean, I was thinking linemen at first as a possibility. Uh, is Garrett Bowles still with them? Yep. I think that he um, would probably be on the block. Yeah. Um, And would be a great addition for a lot of teams.
1: I could see them trading him after the season. You know, yeah. Just, just using him up for the season and then just moving forward.
0: If they have some... Younger guys, though, that they want to try to develop on yeah, the line yeah, right, might want right. to trade Garrett Bowles. Yeah. And, um, so, yeah, I think those are the... Judy and Bowles are the two that really come to mind, and I think Javante Williams could possibly go as well. I, I would be surprised if they traded Pat Sertan, but, I mean... It's possible. If it's a fire sale, dude, it's... Yeah. Everyone's for the right Also, price. I feel like if you are
1: Denver... You know, I don't know. We don't really know what the commitment level to Russell Wilson is, but obviously, a lot of money. Everyone's vying for a top five pick so they can try and get a shot at one of these quarterbacks coming out next year. And I don't,
0: I don't feel like Denver is out of that discussion at oh, this no. point. Oh no! And if why don't you go if you trade Patrick Sertan, get yourself another first rounder, then you have the firepower to move wherever you want to get Caleb Williams. Yeah, that's right. That's right.
1: All right, Chuck, let's move on here. Uh, We're going to move on to the international game, the last game in London. Uh, The
0: Ravens. Oh, wait a second. The Broncos don't have their first, I don't think, because they traded it to the Saints for Sean Payton.
1: He was a first-round pick? They traded a first for him?
0: I think so. I didn't think it was a first. Let me look it up. All right.
1: All right, so, Charlie, we had the Ravens at the Titans. This was the last London game. Um Charlie, I, I, again, the Ravens kind of feel like one of those teams that are going to just continue to win ugly, and they're okay doing that. It also feels like the Ravens' wide receivers are just finding new ways to let down Lamar on a week-to-week basis. But, um, Real most- quick,
0: sorry. Uh, so it was their first-round pick from this past year. Okay. 2023, right. and then they have a 2024 second-round pick going to the Saints this year. Nice. Sorry, continue.
1: Um. Even the Ravens' wide receivers did play relatively well here. I think we're gonna. I think we're starting to see the emergence of Zay Flowers truly being the number one wide receiver in this offense, um, and obviously that is a big, 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 big bonus for any fantasy managers. But he seems to be increasing his workload more and more and more every week, and not just playing in the slot; he's playing on the outside reps as well. So got his um, first touchdown, I believe, last yes, week. Yes. Yep. Exactly. Um, so, Charlie, not really much to say about the Ravens. I feel like the Ravens haven't really. They will finally get a true test game this week as they play the Lions. Yep. Um, but I feel like the ruler is still, the rule still out there on the Ravens. We don't really know what they are, what their true identity is going to be. Um, besides being um, injured, being yeah, exactly, exactly. We know, we can count on
0: that for Baltimore.
1: That's right. Um, but Charlie, again, another team that I feel like is hitting a breaking point here. If you're the Titans, what do you do? There's starting to be rumors. And I don't know how legitimate the rumors are, but there's starting to be swirling rumors that they might trade and trade Derrick Henry. They really do like Tajay Spears. Who's been backing them up. Um, but it feels like, you know, with Tannehill, probably on the outs, especially with Malik and Will Levis after this year. And, uh, just some other pieces on offense. I know you got D hop, but you know, he's probably in the, the latter half of his career to oh, say sure. the best. Um, but Charlie, what do you do if you're the Titans? Do you continue to just try and win games and get mediocre draft picks? Or do you go all in on the tank fest? Especially they're with Rabel being in, the head coach. They're
0: in a winnable division. Yeah. Um, it's hard for me to see them trading Derrick Henry. However, I've heard those rumors too. My question, just relating to that specifically, <clears throat> what kind of situation would be best for Derrick Henry? Where it's a 1-2 system or where he's the bell cow? And then if you de- make a decision on one of those two, where? I
1: could see him... And and if he goes to a contender, I don't know who it would be. I I don't think the Ravens would pick him up. I think the Ravens last year would have picked him up, just because they love running, but they don't like running the ball this year. Well, I could because- see him going somewhere like the Steelers to try and yeah. maybe replace Najee Harris since he's been incredibly inefficient. Um, I I don't know. I I don't know. I could see I could see him landing in a lot of different places. And I could see him being both a bell cow, but also a one-two punch. So I I think the options are open there for Derrick Henry. I really do.
0: I'd have to think about it. I think that probably to prolong his career, it it needs to be in a one-two punch scenario. I kind of think, though. Lions?
1: I know they love David Montgomery, but. Yeah. I mean, they obviously that, don't like Jameer Gibbs. I mean,
0: Dan Campbell would freaking cream himself over yeah, Derrick Henry. Absolutely would. Um, but yeah, I think to prolong his career, it would need to be a one-two situation. Sure. Um. And then, what kind of draft capital do you get for him? Yeah, that's a good question. Because the Panthers could The Panthers couldn't even get a first for McCaffrey. Now, at the okay, time, okay, come well, look, on, look, I'm, I'm, I'm the only reason why I bring that up is because you know what you have in Derrick Henry and what he does for your team. Is it worth trading him if you're not going to get a first out of it? I think that they could get a first, I but that think would be all you would get. It's I think. just, yeah, I don't know that he's worth. It. I could see him being worth a second and a third. I mean, the the reason why McCaffrey, they the Panthers didn't get a first from McCaffrey because because the teams that Offered didn't have a first to give. Mm. So the Niners gave everything else they had pretty much. But I, I
1: mean, I, I just think, like, one first-round pick. I think teams, yes, although that is awesome, I feel like teams would rather get a package of picks rather than just one pick for one player. Right,
0: well, what if you got a, um, a first and a fourth for Derrick Henry and a third? Yeah, I mean, I could see it. Yeah. Yeah, I could see it. I mean a first and a fourth. That's pretty good, dude. That's a that's a nice for Derrick
1: Henry at this point in his career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think that's too much, but yeah, I could definitely see it.
0: Well, they'd be giving away a third and and also. True, true.
1: All right, uh, let's move on here. Um, we'll just get this game out of the way. Panthers, Dolphins. Um, Panthers were up fourteen nothing. There's really not much to talk about with the Panthers here. Um, I do truly believe in Bryce Young. I'm going to continue to preach that from the rooftops. He just throw. He he has some absolutely incredible anticipation throws that you just don't see from every single quarterback, especially not every rookie quarterback. I do truly believe in him. I am very excited about Thomas Brown starting to call the plays. Um, just having more of a Rams Sean McVay style offense, I think, will just greatly benefit. I I don't love Frank's offense. If it truly is Frank's offense, it's just too stagnant. We're not good enough to just roll out there with the pieces that we have. You have to throw in some misdirection with motion shifts, different things like that. And I think Thomas Brown will do that. So I'm excited to see that. Other than that, Dolphins, Dolphin Dust.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I do think Frank Reich is uncomfortable with the pieces he has, so might as yeah. well hand it off to someone else. Yeah, I, I the the way the
1: I did see some jokes online of people saying, "All right, here, be the scapegoat," just like, oh um, uh, jeez, defense corner Steve Wilkes was last year. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Well, but I agree. I, I just think Frank Reich's play calling is just—it's too stagnant. We're not good enough. Like, maybe if we had the pieces, I could see it. We don't have the pieces. And I also think Chuba Hubbard is starting to outplay Miles Sanders, and it just proves that, like, when you have a a back like Derrick Henry, Christian McCaffrey, you have to value him. But, like, you know, we went out and we paid Miles Sanders for what? To be incredibly inefficient so far? Well, if
0: Thomas Brown is doing it McVay style, I think Miles Sanders could boom. Be better off.
1: Yes, I agree. But I also think that Chuba has done a good job of making sure he's going to get touches moving forward. Oh, yeah. He's, he, and he should. He yep. should. Yep. Um, yeah. Other than that, Charlie, Dolphins are going to Dolphin. Panthers are on a bye. Um, I, I'm just really – I've been checking Twitter just to see who the Panthers are going to trade away. Issue is there's been a lot of rumors of Jeremy Chin potentially getting traded away, and now he just went out with a quad injury, and he's probably out for the next four to six weeks. So I don't know what they do. I don't know who they trade away. Um, they said that Dante Jackson, Jeremy Chin, uh, and there was someone else are all potentially on the trading block. I wouldn't be surprised to see Brian Burns go. Um, I, I think Brian Burns will more than likely happen after the season. Um, but who knows? There's still chance to pay him. And right now, he's going to absolutely get paid because he's already outperforming Nick Bosa. Uh, now, Nick Bosa is not in the same situation. Brian Burns is probably playing way more snaps than Nick. Nick Bosa has to because Nick Bosa has five dudes that could all start for any other team around the league behind him. Um, whereas Brian Burns, obviously, he's the only dog we have. So
0: yeah, I think Nick Bosa only has a sack and a half so far. Yeah, yeah. So
1: Brian Burns is well above that right now.
0: I mean, if you go by PFF. Nick Bosa is the highest-rated player on PFF right now in the league, which is kind of surprising. But I guess it's whatever. It yeah. doesn't matter. All right. Uh, moving on here, Charlie. Um, you get those big contracts as an edge rusher on sack numbers. I mean, yeah. plain and simple. Yeah.
1: All right, moving on here. We had the commanders at the Falcons. Uh,
0: Charlie, you know what Desmond Ritter did? He lost his first home game ever. College, NFL, he was undefeated
1: at home. That's right. And he also threw three picks on the way to do that. Brutal. Yeah, it was. Um, but, hey, Kyle Pitts, sighting, got a touchdown.
0: He I, – I, yeah, I'm going to talk about him when we uh, go to the next thing. But, yes, he – they finally get him involved. And I can't tell if it's a sign of more to come. No, probably not. Because Jonu
1: Smith is still – Getting more receptions than Kyle Pitts is. It's amazing.
0: It's amazing. Well, I think that Kyle Pitts still demands, commands respect from the defense that he's getting more attention than Johnny Smith would. We'll see.
1: Uh, Charlie, commanders are just incredibly efficient right now on offense. Um, Sam Howe threw for like less than 200 yards, but he had three touchdowns while doing it.
0: Um, They also got smoked by the Bears. Let's not forget that the week before.
1: Okay. Th- on Thursday Night Football, which no one really plays a great game for Thursday Chicago Night Football. Chicago did. Well, Justin Fields did, I would say that.
0: And DJ Moore. And DJ Moore.
1: Um, so that was part of the other thing, that the Commanders benched Emmanuel Forbes and played another guy instead. And the other guy played much better, obviously, against Drake London or whoever else he was getting lined up against, where Emmanuel Forbes did not play in this game. Uh, and got a chance to kind of sit back and, and hopefully see the things that needed to go on. So I do think that obviously played a major part in it as well. Charlie, I think the commanders are just incredibly efficient. Sam Howell, solid streaming option. Yeah. If if you have if you got hit with the Anthony Richardson news, like I don't I don't know that I would start Sam Howell every week, but I think based on a good matchup, I think he'd be a good plug and play for a certain week. Or if now. you're like
0: me. I got two quarterbacks on bye this week. That's also tough. Yeah. That's also tough. Yeah. One of them in my defense, I did not draft them both. One of them was mm. a pickup. Okay. And I wasn't paying attention to the buy. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Yeah. I
1: did have to pick him up as well in one of my leagues and I am starting him this week as well. I can't remember why. Oh, Trevor Lawrence. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Although
0: he's questionable. He
1: is. It sounds like he might actually play, but Which... he's also going against the Saints defense and I don't trust that.
0: Yep. Don't trust
1: that at all. Alright, moving on. Seahawks, Bengals. Charlie, I feel like these are like the NFC and AEFC equivalent of each other. Um, Both teams are are good, but they're not great. I think that both teams kind of exposed each other's weaknesses while also kind of playing to their strengths a little bit at the same time. I don't know. It was a very interesting game. You saw the issues that both teams have come to light. And you saw the good things that both teams have come to light. Um, Joe Burrow looked good for two drives, and then he didn't look good for almost every other drive. The Seahawks
0: looked solid running the ball. Between they looked great uh, between the twenties. Yeah, once yeah. they got into the red zone, they couldn't do it. They could not. Yeah, punch couldn't it figure in. it out for whatever reason. So, they were like, yeah, it was weird.
1: Yeah, both teams were like that almost. It was like the Bengals just couldn't get a drive. Start Not started, but I guess going, really. Uh, and then Seattle could just march down the field but couldn't get it into the end zone. So two interesting teams. I didn't really know what else to say because I thought this game was just overall interesting. I did think that this was a huge win for the Bengals to get back to 500 before, so they have a bye this week where the Seahawks came off of a bye into this game. Um, but huge for the Bengals to get to the bye at 500. You have... Everything ahead of you, obviously we know the AFC North is a crapshoot as far as who's going to walk away with that thing. I think they could still surpass the Ravens because we know they're only going to get more injured as the year goes on.
0: Well, what's crazy right now, if the playoffs started, every team but the Bengals and the AFC North is in. Wow. Wow. Steelers, so far. Steelers with the seven. So far. So,
1: Uh, Yeah, I didn't really know what else to say about this game. Interesting um, game to see, but I feel like we're just going to have to see more from both these teams moving forward. Yep. All right, Chuck, let's move on. We had the Jags at the Colts. Um, Sorry, Colts at the Jags. Is Gardner Minshew bad? No. I kind of thought he was good, but he, he played terrible. He's not bad. I mean, he did throw the ball 55 times. He had 55 passing attempts. Yeah. So I feel like it's understandable that like we saw good Gardner Minshew and then bad Gardner Minshew because he threw the ball for 55 times.
0: Yeah, I think if you throw the ball 55 times, you're going to see the best and the worst.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, are the Jags good? I can't <clears throat> tell. Uh, Yeah. Calvin Ridley's good and Christian Kirk is phenomenal, but like... They're good as a whole. Eh.
0: I, wouldn't, I don't. I'm not putting them in the great category yet, by any means. Which is not what I expected at this time of the year. Yeah, I know. I but, bought high on Trevor Lawrence again, to start
1: the year. I really thought they would get going. I'm hoping that that is still a possibility. But I
0: expect it. Yeah,
1: they've just been very mid so far. Yep. Right.
0: Yep. They have been.
1: Um. Do we think that'll continue, or do you think we'll see a progression for the Jets? I
0: I expect uh, an ascension here. They will start to climb. Okay. What should we expect for the Colts? depending on Trevor Lawrence's health. Yeah, right. Yeah.
1: What should we expect from the Colts moving forward now that Garner Minshew is probably the
0: starter moving forward? Um, I think they're going to be... I think they're going all in on the run. Yeah, but I was going to say, I still think they're going to be the team that I expected them to be, which is pesky, hard to beat, Mm. but not going to necessarily win a lot of games. I think three
1: people, three players will reap the benefits of Gardner Minshew and this offense no longer having Anthony Richardson for this year. John Jonathan Taylor, Taylor, Zach Moss. Yep. I do think Zach Moss has played himself into a continued role moving forward, especially as many times as they will probably run the ball moving forward. I think that you could use Zach Moss as an every-week flex play, probably, because he also catches the ball. He's not just a runner. He's catching the ball as well. And Josh Downs. I really like Josh Downs. I think um, I picked him up in my league. Um, but he's an underneath-slot receiver And I just—he's—he's heavily targeted with Garner. He's winning closer to the line of scrimmage, and so Garner's able to get the ball out quicker because he's not running deep routes. He's running like five to seven yard, five to twelve yard routes every time, and he's getting
0: open. And I still think Michael Pittman is a solid play. Like I don't think this really—I mean, I'm not expecting booms from Pittman, but. I think he's a solid play every, yeah, every week. PPR. Yeah, PPR. In a, in a half
1: point or no PPR league, I don't I don't know that I would say that.
0: There are two guys that you know are going to get 1,000 yards a season. Michael Pittman, Mike Evans. That's right.
1: All right. Uh, moving forward here, Charlie, we have the Vikings at the Bears. Uh, Justin Fields has dislocated his thumb. Yeah. Sounds like he'll be out at least this week.
0: Um, but X-rays it, were negative, though, so he didn't break anything. So it's his anything. thumb on
1: his throwing hand, too, which is what makes it complicated because obviously he cannot grip Dude, they the don't Dude,
0: they don't make laces for the thumb. Yeah. It's
1: all for the other four fingers. I know. It's messed up, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I You know, I thought we would see the resurgence of Justin Fields, and then he You played, saw it for two weeks. And then we saw him play against the Vikings, who obviously have a much improved defense. Mm. Improved. Um, improved improved from like last week from to the last bears. year. <clears throat> the bills are a different offense. This is the bears we're talking about.
0: They yeah. look
1: good against the bears. They didn't against the bills. They're an improved defense. Charlie improved from last year.
0: Yeah. But the Vikings beat the bills last year.
1: I'll move on
0: because of their offense.
1: They have better coaches. Of their offense and Leslie Frazier. <laughs> all right um my question about the bears is eber gonna get fired like at this point do we think they move on from justin fields and they just
0: fire eber and start from scratch I don't know, they, they saw, obviously
1: have the number one and number two draft pick
0: they saw two weeks of lightning and it's like oh so i think those two weeks of lightning uh were, even though it was a losing effort against the broncos and then Putting the smackdown on in primetime football on the Commanders, <clears throat> he he maybe bought himself a couple weeks. We'll see. I like that. But uh, yeah, I would probably fire him. Yeah, I probably would. And then someone's got a great DC out there.
1: Yeah, I did expect more from the Vikings offense. I know Justin Fe- Justin. Jefferson is out, but I expected more from this Vikings offense, even without Justin Jefferson. I just expected more. I was not expecting this to be this close of a game, even without Justin Jefferson. Would you agree? Yeah. Jordan Addison did look good.
0: Got a touchdown.
1: KJ Osborne looked good.
0: Thank goodness. And then they rolled
1: out some third guy who also looked good. Hawkinson looked okay. And they're using Madison. I mean, they have the weapons to use. They're just not Justin Jefferson but I was still expecting a lot more from this offense. And I know it's a divisional game, but I was expecting a lot more from this offense.
0: Is Cam Akers going to be fantasy playable here
1: soon? Not unless Madison gets back to dropping the ball, putting the ball on the
0: ground. See, I think if they can get Cam Akers going, it will make Madison so much more productive. Mm-hmm because Madison was a great change of pace back, which is why he was so good at it. They thought he could carry the load. Well, he can't. Well, that's fine. He's been
1: he's been sneaky efficient, Charlie. I I drafted him and he has. Don't get me wrong. He's not putting up 20 point weeks, but he's having he's putting up some pretty consistent RB2 numbers. If you know last
0: week, he put up good RB2 numbers and the week before that. I don't know, he's been sitting on my bench for since week two, so
1: you yeah. I mean you've been skeptical against him, but he has been sneakily efficient enough. He has been efficient PPR. enough.
0: PPR PPR, is. yes. Yeah.
1: All right, good? Yeah. All right, it's your turn. Uh Niners. Niners, Browns. Browns. Um <clears throat> You well, want me to set you up or are you just going to chat?
0: No, go ahead. Set me up. Okay. Because you're probably going to piss me off, dude, and then I'm going to be real chatty.
1: So, um, the clock seems to be undefeated against Kyle Shanahan. That's not true. Uh, dating all the way back to the Atlanta Falcon Super Bowl. Um, Kyle Shanahan continues to fail when it comes to clock management. Um Charlie, they had the ball. I, I sent you those stats. They had so the ball. So it showed
0: you the three games last year mm-hmm. that we lost was because of clock management. Yeah. But then it showed you the seven games that we won because of clock management where he did it right. Just saying.
1: I don't know. I think that stat is misleading. Um, I think we'd have to take a deeper dive into those stats, though. Um. But I'll I'll prove my point here. Okay, yeah. so... The biggest issue that I had was, and I, and I did actually get a chance to watch this game because it was a later game. Uh, and they no, went, it was a 1 o'clock game. 1 o'clock game, but it went late. And they were showing a majority of this game before the 4 o'clock games. So, Niners get the ball. They're up by what? 1? 4. They were up by, f- no. No, no. Because no. uh, the Browns went down and kicked the field goal to go up by 1. So, they were down by 2, I think. Yeah, they
0: were down by 2.
1: Down by 2. The Browns were down by two. Yeah, And Kyle Shanahan gets the ball back. Kyle Shanahan calls three passing plays. Back to back to back. With like three to four minutes left on the clock. 30 seconds expire off the clock and they go ahead and punt the ball back to the Browns. What do the Browns do? The Browns march all the way back down the field and kick what ended up being the game-winning field goal. Now, I know... That you could argue that the Niners went ahead and did the same exact thing. Yes, they did. They had an incredible run by Ayuk that set them up. But once again, instead of trying to punch it into the end zone, Kyle Shanahan again goes, goes soft and just calls a run play and then just sets up a rookie field goal kicker in probably one of the more windier stadiums. I, it just like, I just don't understand the decisions made by Kyle Shanahan on a week-to-week basis. A, with clock management, uh, there's no excuse for the three-minute drive, for calling three passing plays back-to-back-to-back. To back to back. And then to just be aggressive but so unaggressive there at the end, it just felt like,
0: what is what are we doing here? What are you doing? Um, <clears throat> well, here's how I see it. Christian McCaffrey was down. We weren't running the ball well. So he chose three passing plays because he thought those were the most likely to move down the field. And then we have one of the best punters in the game right now. He is killing it. So you trust him, and then you trust our defense. And guess what? We got a fourth down stop. It was fourth and ten, and we stopped them. And they called a bullshit penalty. And I, I hate um. We lost this game before this. So I'll say that. Like, we did not play well enough to win this game. But that play, did you see the penalty? Yes. Was that a penalty? No. They, they uh, keep it moving. So, first down. We stop them on a third down. They called a holding on our defensive, uh, on Charvarius Ward. Did you see that penalty? I did. What did you think? 50 50. I don't I think you I think if you're the ref
1: you swallow the whistle in that play. But like I could I guess I could see it. That but in one, the same sense like
0: more on, on like you've already admitted kind of that bullshit, the Niners
1: but. are constantly penalized throughout the year or throughout this
0: year so far. Yeah, so and it call, has been your Achilles Yeah, but don't seal. call penalties on us that aren't actual penalties. We get actual penalties, you know? <laughs> that's our ammo. Yeah. Yeah. Uh so that was frustrating. But in, in Kyle Shan, here's, I mean, truthfully, uh, he can trust that defense to stop them. It's PJ Walker, you know? Well, and that might have, there was a, uh, it wasn't the last drive. Actually, yeah, it was the last drive. So earlier in that drive, PJ Walker fumbled 100%. Yeah, it was
1: a fumble. Yeah, And
0: they called it a yeah. forward pass. Yeah, that was a fumble three things even, on that drive even the dude. call in
1: ref i can i think it was Gene Serator, i can't remember even the ref even the call in ref was the ref in the booth was like no guys i don't know what they're seeing here that's pretty much a fumble yeah.
0: <laughs> so um, that's i mean he trusted our defense and they did what they were supposed to do and then either way they went down kicked the field goal despite our offense not moving at all we actually moved the Brock Purdy, moved us down the field, got it into a reasonable field goal. The rain had stopped. 41 yards. I don't think that Jake Moody has ever had a high-pressure kick in his entire college or NFL career. Definitely not in his NFL career. He's been perfect up until this game. He missed two this game. did he miss
1: a kick in the semifinal game? Maybe. Michigan played TCU. Didn't he miss a kick there?
0: I don't know. I'll have to go back and look. because Check on that, because I'm pretty sure he missed a pretty— But pretty much his entire Michigan career, he probably did not have a lot of high-pressure kicks. I'm pretty sure—I
1: think in that semifinal game, he missed a kick against TCU. And I don't know for sure, but it definitely helped lose them that game. We'll
0: have to go back That's and check on that. That's yeah. interesting, yeah.
1: We'll have to go check on that.
0: So now, all of a sudden, Kyle— did you draft a kicker that can't make a fucking big kick? Yeah. He can make all the good, like all the piddly wink shit when we're up by 27 points. Yeah. 41 yards, I mean, that's... It should have been made. That's a 95% yeah. in the NFL. I don't care how big the kick is, moment-wise. So, I will defend Kyle Shanahan in that... And you're right. It it was poor clock management, but there are reasons why he chose to pass, and I think I listed them. And it was, I think it seems pretty reasonable that he trusted that we are going to get the stop we needed, and we did three times and whatever. I but thought you I, know what. Frankly, I, I am happy that we. I I. It's always good to get a loss, right? Get it out of the way. Get it out of the Realize way. Realize you're not invincible, and
1: it helped you because. The Eagles ended up losing the game yeah. we're
0: going to talk about later.
1: Yep. So you didn't really. Oh, lose we didn't do ground. good
0: week, bad week. My we bad week. Not, yeah. My bad week. Undefeated teams. Yeah. Good week. Seventy two Dolphins. Hmm. There you go. Nice. They nice. had to pop that champagne. Yep.
1: Uh. Yeah. I just thought. I mean, obviously, the Browns had a lot of good karma going their way here, but I thought it was funny how they were celebrating like they won the Super Bowl after this game. Um, oh,
0: and I want to f- fucking wipe Jim Schwartz's smug ass face off his face, <laughs> yeah. dude. Oh my god. Yeah, Jim Schwartz I, I heard a
1: heard a stat like Jim Schwartz is like like 7 and 1 some like an impressive record against Kyle Shanahan. Like absolutely impressive record all time against Kyle Shanahan offenses.
0: Well, um let me say this though. The Browns defense really did play very. Oh, well. Oh yeah, absolutely. They, had they are the reason why they won this the game. game. Yeah. Miles Garrett freaking tossed Trent Williams yes. on a play. Yeah, that made me realize like, whoa. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think that was a. Like, I didn't think that's possible. I don't think, there's, I don't think the world's strongest man can do that. Yeah. So that was weird. Yeah. It kind of gave me the chills a little bit. Yeah. And uh, so Trent Williams got hurt. And then obviously Christian and Debo, they're all day to day. But when I saw Trent Williams come back on the field, I was like, oh, thank God. We had just gotten back from the hospital at this point. Yeah. And Lily's like, Charlie, you seem more relieved to see Trent Williams get back on the field than anything <laughs> yeah. about us getting discharged from the hospital with our baby. Yeah. Which is not true. Yeah. But, but. it was, it was a, for, for my 49ers in a tunnel, not keeping it in perspective with the rest of my life. That was huge to see him get back on the field. I was that was very concerning.
1: Sure, I get that. All right, uh, let's move on here, Charlie. Uh, Saints, Texans. So the Texans survive, man. The D'Amico Ryan's hats off, man. Coach of the Year candidate, I think. Very could easily walk away with this thing if the Texans end up with a winning record here this year. Um, th- Texans just did enough to win this game, man. That's all you can ask for with such a young team and a rookie quarterback and that's really what they did. I was expecting a lot more from the Saints and we just didn't get it, Charlie. I, this offense sucks. It doesn't make any sense, but their offense sucks. Their defense is good. Their defense has yeah. always been good. Yeah. But what they have all the pieces. Why is their offense so bad? I just don't I don't understand. I don't understand. Pete Carmichael Obviously he's been there for years and years and years. But all of a sudden you get Derek Carr and it's just like this offense can't 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 sustain a drive. Can't move it. It's like run run deep ball shot. Oh, we didn't get past interference. Okay, pun it. Run run, deep ball shot. Oh no. Nope, overthrow. Run run deep shot. Uh, okay. Michael Thomas can't run that fast.
0: They uh, well they need to get Derek Carr in a rhythm for sure. But yeah, I'm not I'm not sold on Pete Carmichael. I mean, Derek Carr is a talented enough quarterback to do what they want to do. But I think he is one of those guys that you actually have to get him in a rhythm. You can't just drop a one pass of drive. And, um, even if you start with little slants, get him going.
1: Yeah. I I mean, we saw it all when he was with his, with the Raiders. So I I guess I just don't really understand. I mean, you have the slant King and Michael Thomas, you have Chris Olave, you have Rashid Shahid. I, I just, I don't, I don't know. I don't
0: understand. Jawan Johnson was supposed to be a freaking stud yeah, this year yeah. at the tight end position. Yeah. You've got all the pass-catching backs you want. Alvin Kamara is the king of pass-catching bell cows. Yeah, I mean, just figure it out. All right, Chuck, let's move on here. And it doesn't count against the Patriots. The Patriots suck. And your defense scored a couple of touchdowns, I think, in that game too. They did. Um, let's talk about the Patriots. Let's do it.
1: Are they broken?
0: Yeah, they suck.
1: Should they fire Bill Belichick? Ah, uh, this is the ultimate question. Obviously, you won't fire him, but should you move on from Bill Belichick as the head coach? In whatever form or fashion, like, I, I could see them saying, oh, yeah, Bill Belichick's going to shift to more of a, a GM role for the next head coach. Like a Bruce Arians? Yeah, thing? you know, like, whatever. But, like, is Bill Belichick going to be the head coach next year?
0: Yeah, unless he retires. You think so? Yeah, I don't think. Yeah, I I think you need to give him one bad year, and like he hasn't had great years, but he's been on he's been fighting for a playoff spot the past few years, right? And actually got one, I think, without Tom Brady. Um, No, it's Mac Jones that needs to go. Yeah,
1: I I absolutely agree. I think we're talking about arguably one of the best coaches in the NFL. Give the guy some credit here. Okay, now I do think is there some needed oversight. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's I think what so. I was gonna
0: say is that Like um, Bill Belichick is the remember, head coach and the GM. And you gotta remember that you can't he's I think still stuck in this tunnel of I see one good quality in that guy and so I can make everything else happen because I got Tom Brady. Yeah. Um well you can't do that anymore. Right. Uh you gotta actually draft good players. Yeah. Not just players that you like. There's you can like oh he maneuver. looks like he looks like he's a gym rat or something yeah. like you know just get yeah. an actual fucking football player dude yeah, yeah. get an actual quarterback for get, fuck's let's sake
1: let's get a real skill player
0: don't think every little position. white uh, unathletic quarterback is gonna be Tom Brady <laughs> yeah. get yourself an actual quarterback yeah
1: and they they have a chance to go get another one they obviously don't love Zappy um, I wouldn't be surprised if we see Malik Cunningham start at quarterback at some point throughout this year. Um, but I do think Mac Jones is trending towards becoming a full-time backup at this point. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, I, I don't know how you fix the Patriots, Charlie. I don't know that you can. Um, but they, I do think the Bill Belichick thing, the firing thing, I think it's a little aggressive uh, as much as I – I don't know that I despise Bill Belichick, but he's fine. He's just he's the gremlin. He knows that. But I just think you got to give him credit. He's still one of the best coaches in the NFL, like – Let's cut the guys some slack. This yeah. is one bad season. So yep. um, I do think there are some changes that need to be made, though, obviously, yep. starting at the quarterback position. Um, Charlie, the Raiders got a win without Jimmy. Uh, Jimmy is okay, it sounds like, but unsure about this week coming up.
0: Yeah, it's a knee, right?
1: No, it was like rib. They thought it was a oh, it was lacerated a um, spleen or something like that, which is why they took him to the hospital. Um as he ended up leaving. I, I believe he left in an ambulance to the local hospital. And even uh, McDaniels was like, Yeah, we avoided a really big, uh, really big issue there. So um, unsure about Jimmy moving forward. But um, oh, Brian Horder was able to come
0: in. He, he was <clears throat> inactive for practice today. Yeah.
1: I wouldn't be surprised if he misses this week. But um, Brian Horder looks like he's going to be the quarterback moving forward instead of um, Aiden O'Connell. Uh, which is probably better for the Raiders, but I'm definitely concerned about Devontae Adams' usage moving forward because he is trending downward, Charlie. Yeah, he is. And it's not him. Right. It's just everything else around him.
0: But, hey, look, Brian Hoyer went in there. You know what he did? He didn't make a mistake. Yeah. He just didn't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah, he just absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Did what he yeah. needed to do.
1: All right, Charlie, let's move on here. We're at the Lions and the Bucks. Um David Montgomery ends up getting hurt. Apparently it's a rib cartilage issue. Uh, Dan Campbell's already said he's going to be without his uh, favorite running back on the roster for at least several, several weeks. Um, So it looks like he'll have to resort to Jameer Gibbs. Nah, dude, they'll probably trade for Javante Williams. No, they're just going to play Craig Reynolds the entire time at running back. Um, So I've already committed to uh, sending in some waiver wire ads for Craig Reynolds. But Craig Reynolds is also banged up dealing with a hamstring and apparently one other one or two other issues. And Jameer is still questionable. Correct. They're all like limited. So
0: I really, I mean, this is a Jared Goff game is what it sounds like. It
1: sounds like that. And I was going to talk about that. It sounds like this is going to be a very heavily lean Jared Goff game. So uh, we'll see. Charlie, uh, the NFC South is just trash. We're It's four trash teams. The Bucks are trash. The Saints are trash. We're trash. Atlanta's trash. We're all trash and it's just trash competing against trash. Charlie, this showed exactly what I was hoping it would, that the Bucks obviously did not play a very good game, but the Bucks are not a good team. Like, I just want to... I hate all the... Everyone's blowing Baker. Oh, yeah, Baker. Oh, Baker, Baker. Baker. <laughs> I don't have any issues with Baker, okay? But he's not a world beater at quarterback, so let's stop blowing him here, and let's accept him for who he actually is. He's a solid quarterback, He's not in the top 10 of quarterbacks in the league. He runs the offense and he runs it well. Let's remember, he's still throwing to one of the best receivers in the league in Mike Evans. He has another wide receiver who he doesn't throw to in Chris Godwin, who's also very good. And this is a well, I think this is more about how well this offense is run. And he's still playing behind a very good offensive line. I wouldn't say very good. A good.
0: They're they're very good. (laughs)
1: I think their defense is
0: starting to become the issue more than their offense. But their defense is good. Well, I, they're lacking depth. Here, here's, here's the thing, Bryce, about that little rant right there. It sounds like you were discounting the Lions. I think the Lions are legitimate. I'm not discounting the
1: Lions at all. Uh, I, think I think the think... Lions are legitimate. I'm just saying that the Bucks, in general are not as good as people hype them up to be. This entire week, I had to listen to, oh, the Bucks are so good. The Bucks are going to give the Lions a run for the money. No. No. Falcons are going to go and they're beat the Commanders. Uh, no, they didn't. And Ritter's trash. So, NFC South is just one giant dumpster fire. It's just a matter of who is able to escape the flames. Dude,
0: the that means season. you guys have a chance. Yeah, well, probably not, but sure. Hey, who knows? Maybe coming out of the bye, Thomas Brown gets this thing rolling, dude, like uh, Thomas the Tank Engine, dude. We'll, we'll see about that. All right, let's move on. We have the Cardinals at the Rams. Um, if y'all win, we're going to start calling them the tank engine, dude. Thomas the tank engine. Okay. Um, I think I can. I think I can.
1: I feel like the Cardinals are starting to come down to planet Earth uh, as far as they're getting a little exposed. Who? Josh Cardinals. Okay, yeah, sorry. Josh Dobbs is looking a little bit more mediocre as the days go by. Um uh, and the Rams are who we thought they would be. They're a hard-fought, scrappy team that's not going to lose games. You're going to have to go out and beat them. And between Puka, who's starting to take
0: a backseat role here. Well, uh, on that comment about Josh Dobbs, he made some incredible throws in this game. He's, he's keeping them in there. Dimes, dude.
1: He's keeping them in there. But I feel like uh, the Cardinals are starting to show that they're just... Not a great team to begin with.
0: Agreed. Okay. Anything but, else? But, about they, this game? but they are, are going to fight. Yeah, they're going to fight hurts scratch and claw. Big time. Yeah. That. Uh, what did you say? Fight, scratch, and claw. Okay. Um, That's fine. For some reason, it sounded weird. But uh, that's, I'll let it slide. Okay. All right. I didn't know if we were getting a yep. there, dude. Sure I, was, not. I just wanted to Mm-mm. get it back on the record. Yeah. Um, I don't want to miss any more because yeah, I yeah, missed yeah. a big one. Yeah. Um but it really hurts not having James Connor. So yeah. uh and the Rams are actually pretty good. And if they're feisty. If uh how I was talking about the AFC earlier, if the playoffs were to start today, the the Cardinals are the only one in the NFC West not in. The Rams are in. Interesting. Yep. Rams will be in the hunt category. For the rest of the way, which was not what we expected from this team,
1: right? Well, yeah, we said like five and twelve, which I think at this point it's more like eight and eight,
0: yeah,
1: nine and seven maybe, yeah. So they're feisty, which which is good because they obviously don't have eight, a first round draft pick. Eight so it's not eight, like nine
0: and or the I guess it'd be nine and eight, ten and seven, yeah. Um, Realm can land you a seven seed, yeah. All right, let's move on.
1: Eagles, Jets. Did you get a chance to watch this one? Uh, watched a little bit of it, yeah. Um. So I think the biggest issue is that the Eagles are racking up some injuries, some pretty important ones too. Most importantly, Lane Johnson goes out with an injury here in this game, and they didn't look the same after he went out. They are not the same offense when he leaves. Now,
0: if going into this game, well, obviously no one – and fought. obviously the
1: Jets have a good
0: defense, but, but the they Jets were without, were without their two both starting, corners. starting corners. I mean that is wild to me that they were able to pull this off. Yeah, I thought it was there was a possibility but it was kind of like a long shot uh, hoping a dream to because we lost, but um it was a good game. Yeah. Jalen Hurts, dude. He uh three interceptions. Yeah, he didn't play very well. I mean, he got fantasy points because he always gets a rushing touchdown, but um, wowzers, yeah,
1: yeah, not good. But again, just like the just like the Niners, it's good to get one off the chest, right?
0: Dude, Zach Wilson did not throw an interception.
1: I know he's been playing pretty efficiently. Yeah, he's been playing pretty efficiently. Now, I don't think the Eagles' defense is as good as. Definitely not as good as they were last year. No, they are not. Their secondary is not good to begin with. So far, with all the injuries
0: are racking up. Yep. But um, yeah, I think that's a that's a big part of it as well. But their their line is awesome. Their defensive line, the Eagles. Yeah. But they were without uh, Jordan Davis. Right. And uh, another guy. I'm pretty sure they're without two their studs up front. I think so. Um. So just, just to get your opinion, what do you think? Uh, who, who was the worst undefeated team loss? Like, who does it say more about? Who does it say more
1: about or who had the worst loss? Because I think those are two. To, I think the Niners had the worst loss with all the penalties, the chippiness of the entire game, the injuries that you racked up. Even though they may not be serious, they're still going to be nagging. So Niners, in my opinion, had the worst loss because it's just a, a hard-fought, scrappy game, and you kind of came out of there a little beat up. Both your comp- – maybe not your confidence, but your swagger and your physical health. Eagles, this says more about who the Eagles are. The Eagles' defense is going to get exposed. Yep. They're, they're, they're getting exposed, but they're making up for it on the offensive side of the ball. I don't see that happening for the rest of the year. They gotta get healthy on defense. Yep. They gotta stay healthy. Most importantly, their secondary's gotta stay healthy or get healthy. Cause I think, you know, they're gonna start they're I mean, even this week, this upcoming week, they don't have an easy game. And if they're not careful, man, they're gonna they're gonna start dropping some of these games. Yep. And obviously it's a three team race for the bye in the NFC. Eagles now, now because you and the Niners and the Eagles both lost. It is straight up three teams. Lions, Eagles,
0: Niners. Straight up three teams, race to the finish. And if you look at the schedules, the Lions have the easiest path. Yes, they do. Yep. Yep. Craziness.
1: Yeah. All right, Charlie, let's move on. Uh, This game was awful. I didn't enjoy watching it. I watched it to about about halftime. giants bills um, I just, I know Dayball ball knows Josh Allen. So more than likely he told wink kind of how to scheme up the defense. So I don't want to make any huge assumptions about Josh Allen here because it's always tough going against a former coach, former offensive coordinator, especially one who worked so closely with your quarterback. So I don't want to say any bad things about him, but this was just an ugly game. I really wish the bills would just commit to having more of a run game in general. I think it would just benefit them more, but they weren't able to do it or didn't do it here. And then I don't know, Charlie, I, I don't know that the not, that the giants are any better with Tyrod Taylor on the field.
0: I definitely thought they would be, I gotta say you thought they would be. Yeah, they weren't. No, no, they weren't. And Even there's they couple,
1: had Saquon back too.
0: two, two questionable coaching decisions. Um, End of the half, last play of the half. No, that wasn't
1: that wasn't on uh that wasn't on Dayball. He said it was on Tyrod. Tyrod admitted after oh, yeah, the game. Oh yeah,
0: he checked to a to a run play, mm-hmm, right? Yep. Yep. And there was no timeout, so he checked for a run why, play. Why why is it? Yeah. Seems weird that a head coach would allow a backup quarterback to call an audible. I mean, I don't know that you allow that. yeah. And there, it's also right. maybe
1: maybe it's the offensive coordinator who allowed him to check. Dayball's calling, day ball. day calling
0: him. Dayball, Dayball's calling him. And then the last play of the game, you got Saquon. Last two plays, it. you got Saquon run it. That's what I've. That close. I guess you did have technically one untimed
1: ra- down. Are you trusting Saquon well, the or Darren Waller? Yeah, I don't. I, you know what I mean. I'd probably go tush-push with Saquon and just say, get in. But Saquon was very limited. Saquon was not able to do much cutting. It was straightforward with Saquon.
0: Dude, get Dexter Williams. They've done this last year. Get Dexter Williams as your fullback, dude. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. I I agree. That seems like money in the bank to me. Bad play call,
1: especially since that was your only option. Uh, I agree. All right, let's move on here. Chargers, uh, Cowboys. Sexy
0: Dexy, dude, as a fullback. Nice. That's how he introduced him. Did you see that? No. That was how he introduced his name at the beginning of the game. Sexy Dexy. Nice. Big fan.
1: Um, Cowboys, Chargers. Um, Dallas survived. Their defense held in there for him. The Chargers. If we know one thing about the Chargers, Charlie, it's that the Chargers are going
0: to charge her. I mean, off a bye, dude. Got to win that once one. Once
1: again, Like they score with what under two minutes left and then Cowboys go down and score and the chargers Herbert takes a sack and then throws a pick on the very next play. And it's just like, I mean, fire up Brandon Saley's hot seat again. It may not even be him, but like, what do you do if you're a Chargers fan?
0: If there aren't many of them out there, there,
1: well, there's that one, that one lady. I
0: saw some conspiracy theories that people thought she was an actress. So
1: she went on Pat McAfee and she claimed that she wasn't. But then later on, I saw that this same lady was taken a picture of in full Vikings uniform with skull written across her forehead. Huh? So I don't know. And then there were there maybe she's on the, just
0: really passionate about her boyfriend's teams.
1: On the Twitter, on Twitter feed, it was like, well, she lived in Minnesota and then moved to L.A. And I'm like, okay, this seems just odd. This just seems odd. But even her interview was odd, and it was just like, like she did like an interview basically like right behind you. It was just very generic. And then there were just like random like Charger things like all in the background. It was like, what it, what it.
0: She just went and grabbed those at the fucking convenience store. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and it
1: was like, what, what's going on? Why do you have here? a snow globe? It's a uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I do think she was kind of a plant. I really do. Um, I don't know that you'd be able to convince me because just her whole energy was just like, yeah, this is she's she's a made up fan.
0: Yeah, it was it was bizarre.
1: Yeah, very
0: bizarre. I wonder if the NFL was like, oh, maybe we. should. Shouldn't film this. She's, yeah, she's yeah. kind of overdoing it. Yeah, we, we paid <laughs> yeah. her to be like at a seven or eight. Yeah, and she's at a twelve.
1: Yeah, and she definitely knew the camera was on. The camera was like right next to her. Yeah. Charlie, it was like right next to her. Uh it is what it is. All right, Chuck. Uh.
0: Oh, we we can uh well, I'll say what I want to say when we talk about their next game.
1: All right, are you ready to go on this week's games? Yeah, let's do it. Jags at the Saints. New Orleans is favored by one point. Charlie, who is your love-hate? This is the Thursday night game.
0: I love Kamara on this one. Uh, I hate ETN because of the defensive matchup. Mm -hmm. But, you know, a lot of that depends on Trevor Lawrence. um, If he's healthy enough, if he's playing. Even if he is playing, is he healthy enough? Are they going to lean on the wrong game? Anyways, who's your love-hate? Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I, I think a, a large part of I put love field goals because I think all the Thursday night games have been relatively boring. I think this one's going to continue with that trend. Um, Saints are missing some um, pretty important people on offense and defense. Uh, most importantly, potentially DeMario Davis. Um, but they're also missing two of their starters on their offensive line. Um, and then the Jags could be with a banged-up Trevor Lawrence, all these things. So a couple things to keep an eye on. I could see Calvin Ridley having a good game because he has an understanding of the Saints from his time in Atlanta. Um, but I said I love field goals. I do hate Travis Etienne for the same reason. Um, but also um, I just think Alvin Kamara could be in this category as well just because—
0: Well, I think of pass catching. P.P.R. Yeah,
1: P- yeah, yeah. Um, so I don't know. I I don't feel great about this game. I think it's going to
0: be low scoring. I think it's going to be a relatively boring game as well. Fantasy pick him, Chris Olave, thirteen point two four points. Uh, I'll go over only because I think he
1: will finally get a deep ball. Maybe for a tutti. <clears throat>
0: I'll go over at like 13.3 when he's at 13.24. Okay. Game pick?
1: I'll go Jags. I don't feel great about it, especially with Trevor Lawrence, but I'm going to go Jags, trusting that Trevor is going to play.
0: If the Jags are who we think they are, and they're going to be on the ascension here, they're going to need to win whether Trevor Lawrence is healthy or not. If they're a good team, they need to be able to win this game. I'm going Jags.
1: Okay, next game, Charlie Browns at the Colts, Cleveland's favored by two and a half points. Charlie, my love is going to be Josh Downs. Once again, this Browns defense is no joke. We talked about Josh Downs being a safety blanket for Gardner Minshew running a lot of short routes. I think he'll continue to do that. Definitely a starter as a flex play in some PPR leagues. Josh Downs is my love. My hate is going to be Jerome Ford. We've seen we saw last week Kareem Hunt start to eat into those pretty clutch Jerome Ford touches. I think at this point Jerome Ford's role is shrinking and um,
0: Kareem Hunt's role is increasing. Well, I love Jerome Ford because he he almost hit a hundred he was like high nineties on yardage against the Niners. Uh he was actually pretty effective. Didn't the touchdowns was a problem. Kareem did Get that one touchdown. Um I hate Minshew. Look, I think I think Indy's gonna lean on the run game here. Um and frankly, the Cleveland Browns run defense is stout. And I, I think they're gonna get Minshew in passing situations and they're gonna I think they might eat him up. This is supposed to be a really good offensive line. They were two years ago. They were not last year, but it's the same dudes.
1: Mm-hmm. Seem to be better this year.
0: Yes, they do. So, well, it'll be an interesting matchup uh, in the trenches. Uh, fantasy pick them, Amari Cooper at thirteen point three nine over.
1: No, is PJ Walker again?
0: It's PJ
1: Walker. I'm going under.
0: Amari Cooper with PJ Walker got over a hundred yards in the. Yeah, got over a hundred yards last week.
1: He didn't break thirteen points, though, did he? I don't think he did.
0: Well, I, th- I mean, I guess it depends if you're PPR or not, because he got like eight receptions. Mm, or okay. no, he probably he got like six receptions for 101 yards. Okay, all right. Um I guess I'll go over then. I'm going over. Okay. You convinced
1: me. Game pick.
0: Uh, Cleveland.
1: Yeah, I'm going to Cleveland as well. All right, Bills, Patriots, Charlie, Buffalo's favored by biggest point. Uh. Biggest point spread of the weekend, eight and a half points. Charlie, my love is going to be Bills. I think this is a get-right game. I think we're going to continue to see the Bills have a bad game and then a good game. Well, they had a bad game against the Giants. It's time to have a good game. Who better to do it against than the very weak New England Patriots here? My hate's going to be all the Patriots.
0: I've got Josh Allen as my love. Mac Jones is a lock as my uh, hate, hate for <laughs> yeah. the rest of the year, yep. and actually, I think he was my hate pretty much every game last year too. Yeah. Um, fantasy pick him, Stephon Diggs at eighteen point two two. Ooh, that's high. That's though. pretty high.
1: Uh, I'm gonna go <laughs> under that.
0: They're not. They may not need to pass it that much. Correct. I'll, uh, I'll go under two. Game pick, Buffalo. Yep, same.
1: Commanders at the Giants, Washington's favored by two and a half points. My who's your love hate, Charlie?
0: Let me find it. Um I love Brian Robinson in this one. Um I hate Darren Waller because I, this is actually a great matchup for the Giants receivers. So I think get your ball to get your balls to Hyatt. Maybe Wandale. Let Saquon get back in the action. Um so that's, that's why I had to hate Waller there. It's not it's not like a – but anyways, sure. who's your love-hate?
1: My love is going to be Sam Howell. Again, I just think he's been incredibly efficient um, thanks to um, Eric Bieniemy, Um I do think that the Giants' secondary is less than stellar. So I think Sam Howell's been starting to – maybe the return of Curtis Samuel, Charlie. Um, he's been uh, popping off here recently, getting back involved, especially in the red zone where you love to see it getting some touchdowns there. So Sam, da- Sam Howe is my love going against a less secondary. And then I actually hated Wondell Robinson. I understand what you're saying there. Um, I did get a chance to watch the Commanders game, and I did think that their DBs were more improved. I didn't know who would necessarily be playing on the outside. I believe Wondell Robinson is their slot receiver. Probably. So I did put Wondell Robinson, but I'm really just trying to pick out whoever their outside receivers are. Just because I think the Commanders secondary played better last week than they have
0: all the beginning of the year. Fantasy pick them Saquon at 14.74. He went way under last week.
1: Yeah. Um, I'll go over because I think they'll there will be – his ankle should be a little bit better than last week, and I think there should be more room for him
0: to run. Yeah, and I think they're going to get him more involved too. Yeah. Uh, I'm going over as well.
1: Keep an eye on if Daniel Jones plays. He's still questionable, but you got to keep an eye on
0: that. Yeah, I, I'm thinking it's going to be Tyrod again. Um, game pick. Um,
1: I'm going to go Commanders get another dub.
0: Yeah, I'm going Commanders as well.
1: All right, moving on. Lions at the Ravens, Charlie. This could be the game of the week here, buddy. Um, Baltimore is favored by three points. Home home favorite. Um, who's your love hate?
0: I love Amonra. I hate Gus. Hmm. I love Jameson Williams. Okay. Um, Interesting. He He got
1: a tutty. He got a tutty. And I think this is going to be a Jared Goff game. I think they're going to test the Ravens deep with Jameson Williams. Um, Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't be surprised to see a, a deep ball or two. I think Jamison Williams could be a pop-off play here. Okay, uh, He's actually pretty cheap on DraftKings as well, well so I keep think that he's, in mind. He,
0: I, I do consider him to be a low-touch guy. And,
1: yes, uh, those low touches I think will kind of—
0: I think he's still a little bit in the doghouse with Dan Campbell. But he got a tutty last last week. So,
1: Especially if their running back situation is as bleak as it looks right now, you may not have— Man, I have a choice.
0: That's true. Very true. My hate is
1: going to be the Ravens running backs. I just think that the Lions have a great running defense, so I just don't. The Ravens have not run the ball very well to begin with this entire year, Um, and so I don't think that changes this week either, Charlie.
0: Bottom line, this is a Jared Goff game. That's correct. Um, Fantasy pick-em, Zay Flowers, 10.83 points. Mm. Over. I'm going to go over as well, but not much over. Okay. Game Game pick? Lions. Lions.
1: I think this will kind of show who the Ravens really are. All right, Raiders at the Bears, Charlie. Vegas is favored on the road by three full points. Charlie, my love is going to be Cole Komet. Uh, Obviously, Justin Fields is not going to start here. Badgett? Tyson Badgett.
0: Badgett. Big fan, actually. Are you? Yeah. Why? Apparently, well, I'll talk about it in a second.
1: Okay. So Tyson Badgett looks like Justin Fields is not going to play Tyson Badgett. I'm going to imagine that Cole Komet's going to be a safety blanket here and probably check it down a good bit. Uh, I don't think the Raiders will blow out the Bears, but I could see them scheming up for some things. If you have DJ Moore, you have to start him. I, if you have another option, sure, go ahead. But, like, go into this week thinking DJ Moore, probably more of a flex play than an absolute starter. I think Cole Komet could get more receptions than DJ Moore, but I don't know. I I, have, I can't trust anything the bears offense or offensive coordinator schemes up. I just have a feeling like Cole Komet might be on the receiving end of some safety blanket throws here from Badgett. So uh, my hate is going to be Devontae Adams. And I know that sounds crazy because I, I don't think I've ever said that before. But there's a kind of alarming trend here, Charlie. Between the last four weeks, his fantasy points have continued to go down drastically. Drastically. And if Jimmy G's not in, I don't
0: think that stops this week. All right. I love DJ Moore. Um, I hate Dante Foreman. He was carrying the load last week and did nothing. Um, Roshon Johnson... Still not practicing with the concussion. Jeez. Um, so, it's kind of looking doubtful for him. Um, my fantasy pick is Tyson Badgett, believe it or not. he's a D two. He was a D2 guy and had a hell of a senior bowl. And everyone passed him in the draft, and he kind of signed on late with the Bears, was a practice squad guy, quickly moved up to the number three, and within two weeks moved up to the number two, and I had heard a lot of chatter about him and how excited people were about this guy and how how he deserves a chance and he's got his chance. So let me just say when I said that big fan, I'm excited to see yeah. what he could do. Sure. Especially with a full week of preparation against And against a the
1: Raiders defense. Yeah, that's against a team that he's got he a can shot. score some points against. Yep,
0: he's got a shot. So um his Fantasy pick-up for Tyson Badgett, ten point three three. I'm gonna go over. Yeah, I'll go over. I'm not going twenty points. Yeah. But um, I think it'll be a fourteen point guy, maybe. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm shooting for fifteen for him. Sure.
1: All right, game pick. Uh, I'm probably probably
0: going Vegas. I'm going to go Vegas.
1: I'm going to go Vegas. I, want, I really do want to go Bears, but I just don't trust that coaching staff.
0: And frankly, I don't trust Vegas' coaching staff.
1: Well, I know, and that's what doesn't make me feel any better
0: about it. <laughs> but I, but if, but I go, just think if it
1: comes down to Jimmys and Joes, it's, I'm going to go on Raiders all day. If
0: we're going running backs against running backs, I'm going Josh Jacobs, even yeah. though he's had a not productive year.
1: Correct. All right, Charlie. Battle for the the lead of the NFC South. We have the Falcons at the Bucks. Uh, Bucks are favored by two and a half points. Charlie, who's your love hate?
0: Love Mike Evans, hate Kyle Pitts. Although I do think Kyle Pitts is going to trend upward. Mm. I do think they're going to get him more involved. Or he's on the block. I think he's. I I really think he's on the block. But I think they might try to. Well, he's my hate for this week. It's a tough matchup when. They got other guys. So,
1: okay. My love is going to be John U. Smith. He's continuing to get touches and, and receive reception. So, he's been outplaying and outtouching Kyle Pitts. So, I'm going John all day. Another good streaming option for a tight end if you need one this week with buys, uh, which I did. Uh, my hate is going to be Kyle Pitts. I agree. Uh, everything that you said, again, based off what I just said about John U. Smith. Um, I don't know that I would love Mike Evans like you do just because again I think the Falcons know who he is and this is going to be a tough divisional game. I could see the final score being I think field goals will play a major role in this game. That's all I'll say and I'll leave it there.
0: I'll quickly get to my fantasy pick, but let me just say this one thing about Pitts. If he has a good game here, I think he gets traded. I think they are going to want to display him. Yeah. Say hey, I need I need some good draft capital. If he has a good game here and maybe the following, I think he'd have one more week before the trade deadline. I think they might try to show him off, but um, I don't expect a great game. Yeah, fantasy pick him Bijan sixteen point oh four. This is full PPR. Just I'll go under. He didn't um, do that well last week. No, I think he'll get back into it. I'm going to go over. Game pick. I'm going Tampa Bay. Yeah, I was
1: I'm leaning Tampa Bay as well. I think Ritter's going to start throwing some more picks here. All right, Charlie, moving on. Steelers at the Rams. The Rams are favored by only three points, Charlie. So, road uh, – or, sorry, home favorites. Four o'clock. Um, four o'clock game. Charlie, my love is going to be Puka Nakua. The reason why, I know Puka lost a lot of receptions and a lot of touches to um, Cooper Cup last week, but the Steelers' Achilles heel right now is their second DB, whoever is covering their second wide receiver. It's basically like no one
0: right now. Well, is it Patrick Peterson?
1: No, Patrick Peterson has been guarding the number one, I believe.
0: So then it's Joey Porter Joey Port-
1: Jr.? Well, Joey, maybe, I don't know. Okay. But I know second wide receivers have been playing very well Against the Steelers. And so I think that trend might continue here. I would imagine that this is going to be a bounce back game for Puka Nakua. My hate is going to be Najee Harris. Listen, anytime you try and run at Aaron Donald, I don't think it's going to go well for you. And He and, hasn't
0: been able to run at anyone. So. Well, that's right. Um, I love Cooper Cup thinking he was going against Patrick Peterson because Patrick Peterson's not going to be able to touch Cup. Um, I hate Pickett. And he's he's about to earn – him if he doesn't turn around, he's about to earn himself a lock on my hates. Mm. Um, and my fantasy pick-em is Puka at 14.55 mm. PPR, full PPR. Over. I'm going to go under. I, I just think that Cup is going to take it all back now.
1: Okay. All right. Um, Cardinals at the Seahawks. Oh, wait. Game pick. Oh, sorry. Um, who do you got?
0: I got the Rams.
1: I'm going to go Stellars on the, on the road. Get a dub. Yeah, right. All right. Um, that's a wife pick right there. Well, it'll be their defense. It
0: won't be their offense. That's for sure.
1: Uh, Cardinals at the Seahawks. Charlie, Seattle's favored by eight points. Charlie, who's your love-hate?
0: Love Gino. I hate Arizona's running backs here. Um they haven't really figured out i i don't think who their starter is but it seemed like damian williams took a lot of the a lot of the touches when everyone thought amari demer de, 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 Mercado. de Mercado. yeah um so i'm i'm not loving the running backs as a as a play at all cuz they three running backs split about 30 carries um Who's your love-hate?
1: My love is going to be Geno and Kenneth Walker. Um, Both those guys seem to highlight this offense here, and I think they'll be able to do it against a tough and scrappy Cardinals uh, defense here. Uh, If I had to choose between the two, I'm going Kenneth Walker all day. Super consistent over the last uh, six weeks of the season. He's gotten into the end zone almost every single week, uh, and he's putting up pretty, pretty good numbers, and he's dominating the role where we thought, charbonnet might start eating into it it's been the kenneth walker show so i'm gonna continue to ride that ride that pony my hate's gonna be mike wilson i think if you're gonna beat the seahawks it's gonna be by finding gaps in the zone i think marquise brown and even um not sky Moore, but rondale Moore uh will be able
0: to do that better than mike wilson will fantasy pick them tyler lockett at 12.63 points under I'm going over I think uh going to have a day mm. game pick Seattle yep
1: moving on Packers at the Broncos Green Bay is favored on the road by one point Charlie my love is going to be Aaron Jones and the only reason why is because I hope he freaking plays I hope he plays if it's if it's AJ Dillon I probably might concede this but as we've seen the Broncos have absolutely terrible rush defense you have to start one of these running backs. If it's A.J. Dillon, I might be tempted to do it, but if Aaron Jones is able to play, which he is still questionable from that hamstring, very concerning, but if he's playing, I'm playing him. My hate's going to be Cortland Sutton. Anytime you have to go against Jair Alexander,
0: I don't love the matchup. Um, For my love, I put Green Bay running back, and they saw... Su- they signed James Robinson. Oh, boy. And so what that tells me is that Aaron Jones is not healthy. And whoever they throw in that backfield to play against this Denver defense, I expect to do well. And and I think A.J. Dillon does better, not as the bell cow. So I, if, if Aaron Jones is not good to go, I do expect James Robinson to get some playing time. Um, really, just a—he would probably be more of a change of pace for AJ Dillon, but I think AJ Dillon will do better that way. Um, But I, depending on how long this hamstring lingers, James Robinson might be a play in a few weeks. I hate Javante Williams in this Um, fantasy pick. Him, Christian Watson, twelve point oh four points coming back off the injury.
1: Under. I think Pat Sertan might win that matchup.
0: I'll go under as well. Game pick? Green Bay.
1: I got Green Bay coming out of the bye as well. That might be the only reason why I got Green Bay here. All right, Chargers at the Chiefs. Kansas City's favored by five and a half points. Charlie, my love, is going to be Rasheed Rice. As I told you before, I think I just see his role steadily increasing. I think Patrick Mahomes is going to start to trust him a little bit more. He's been getting consistent receptions over the course of these games. As we know, the Chiefs love to throw the ball. They have to throw it to someone other than Travis Kelsey at some point. Hopefully, that's Rasheed Rice. My hate's going to be Keenan Allen. I don't, I mean, obviously, again, if you're playing a PPR league, you're going to start him. I just think that the Chiefs might be able to bottle him up. Again, divisional game, so you don't really know what you can and can't trust on a week-to-week basis with these guys.
0: Uh, my love is Miko Hardman coming back. I, mm. he, he's a plug-and-play guy for them because he's been with them for so long. Um, my hate is defense in this one. I think this is going to be one of the classic AFC West shootouts that we come to love. Um, <clears throat> fantasy pick him is Josh Palmer, who had a good game last week. Yeah. Uh, 9.49. I'll go over. Yeah, I'm going to go over as well. Game pick. Chiefs. Oh, is this a must-win for Brandon Staley? No. You don't think so? No.
1: Chargers, Broncos, those are must wins. Chiefs, if you keep it close in my opinion, you're probably skating by.
0: So you meant Raiders, Broncos? Yeah, what did I say? Chargers, Broncos. Sorry. Um I think we're getting close to a must win. He, I mean, record I wise the, I think for the Chargers season it's a must win.
1: Yeah mm, no, I don't think so. I,
0: I don't, don't think know. you're still playing
1: you're still playing the <clears throat> Chiefs.
0: You know,
1: Raiders, Broncos, different story.
0: Uh, Game pick? Chiefs. Chiefs. All right.
1: Dolphins, Eagles. If Ravens, Lions is not the game of the week, this absolutely will be, Charlie. Sunday night football. Um, I know both of us will be asleep by halftime, but man, I can't wait to watch the highlights the next morning. Yep. Um, Philly is favored at home by two and a half points. Hmm. So, we got some things to talk about here. Who is your love-hate?
0: My love is Raheem Mostert and DeAndre Swift. Okay. Now, this is I do think this is going to be a passing game, but I think both of those guys will be involved. Um, I think Philly's going to want to establish the run game. DeAndre Swift has been a stud this year. Um, Raheem Mostert obviously has been a stud, and he's very involved in the passing game. He's just as likely to get a receiving touchdown as he is a rushing touchdown. I hate defense in this game. Go ahead.
1: My love is going to be Waddle. I could see Tyreek popping off as well. I mean, Tyreek is obviously a lock, but I think I do agree that I think this is going to be a shootout. I think this is going to be a pass first game. Um, I think the Eagles have a weaker secondary than the Dolphins do. So Waddle got back onto the books against the Panthers. I could, could see that trend continuing here against the Eagles. Um, my hate was going to be Deandre Swift just because I don't know if, uh, Lane Johnson's going to come back, but I know the Eagles love to run the ball and I think Deandre Swift could get receptions. But as far as the running part of it goes, I just think the Eagles are going to try and feature AJ Brown. AJ Brown's got the better matchup here. Devonte Smith has kind of been, uh, waiting in the wings. Um, but a j Brown's just been on an absolute tear and yep. he's
0: been crushing it um moving forward here for the Eagles fantasy pick him Dallas Goddard <clears throat> sorry Dallas Goddard at ten point nine three points
1: i don't know he's been hot last couple games
0: it, hold on a second not really. He's had one great well, game. Well, 2
1: weeks, 2 weeks ago he had the great game. What yeah. what did he have last week?
0: Um, he's had completely pedestrian numbers every other game. Mm, okay. He All had right. that one awesome game with a touchdown over 100 yards. Right. And then the rest of the season it's been pretty mediocre. Yeah. So 10.93 for me is a little rich. Yeah. But th- I know this is a passing g- this is a passing game. Still feels rich to me. I'm going under.
1: I'll go under. All
0: right. Oh, game pick? Yeah. I'm going Miami, I think. Are you? Yeah. I think so.
1: I'll go Philly. Philly gets it done at home. Close one, but Philly gets it done. They're going to be pissed off and ready to roll. With a tush push? A brotherly shove? Yeah, brotherly shove. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Uh, moving on here. Last game of the week. 49ers, Vikings, 49ers favored by seven full points. Charlie, my love, is going to be George. There's just a lot of injuries. I feel like this has to be a George game. Has to be. I know he had a good game two weeks ago. He didn't have a very good game last week. I'd like to see him get off the schneid again. Again, I just think the injuries are going to force his hand. you got to feature George Kittle here. My hate is going to be TJ Hawkinson. Listen, I wouldn't want to go any of those against any of those 49er linebackers. So... That's why I picked him.
0: I love Brock Purdy because um, all of his haters came chirping after this game. Um, so I love Brock Purdy. Hate Alexander Madison in this one. Fantasy pick him, Jordan Addison, eleven point eleven. Make a wish over. Um, I'm gonna go over just volume. I mean, yeah, volume. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna, yeah, gonna need to be there. Yep. I'm picking San Francisco. Yeah, does that surprise you? No. That's, that's that.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry. Sorry. I didn't yeah. have any. I mean, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, all right, uh, Charlie. Let's. Um, yeah. Let's do some daily. Are you ready? Yeah. Let's do it. Let's uh, slow it down, real smooth, like Charlie. Taking a week off, I think, refreshed my brain and got me back into the schneid there, Charlie. We'll see. I'm going to start this thing off with the quarterback who been keeping receipts, but not writing back, Charlie. I'm talking about the one, the only, the Geno Smith at only $6,000, Charlie. That's a really good price point, and I think he's going to have a big day here. Um, I, I like also, that one. I um, also little side note, I also did really like Jared Goff. Jared Goff's only $6,400. Mm. I really like that price point.
0: I think we're talking about two 30-point guys this week. Yeah, I
1: agree. Um, so I, ba- I built it off Geno, but I did really like Jared Goff at 6400 bucks. <laughs> Thank right, you Charlie. for adding that in. That's, that's good. Yeah. Um, I'm going to run it back with another Seahawk here, Charlie. And by run it back, I really meant run it back <laughs> with Kenneth Walker toting the rock running it back here Charlie at only $7,000 he has been the epitome of the Seattle Seahawks offense Charlie I'm gonna love him and I'm gonna play him until they keep jacking that price up to where I can't play him no more Charlie next I'm gonna throw someone in there coming off an injury but hopefully shaking it off Austin Eckler at only $8,600 oh, I thought you were
0: going for some reason I thought you were going uh, Travis Kelsey because he said shake it off and Taylor Swift that would have been good that yep. would have
1: been good I didn't think about that that would have been a good next one. time yeah next time next time um, no Austin Eckler at only $8,600 Charlie I think he's going to be featured and I think he will get back to doing what Eckler does best and that is scoring 30 points in fantasy Charlie uh, had I to buy hope him. so for fuck's sake had hey, to buy him man. at $8,600 I know that's a bit steep based on what he did last week but we're talking about a guy who is produced, produced, produced on a week-to-week basis. As long as he's healthy, he's good to go. Play him. Charlie, I'm going to throw two wide receivers in there. One you'll probably see coming. The other you definitely will. The first one you will see coming. And this might be a little too high, but I went with him anyway based on my gut feeling from our game. Pukunakua at $7,600. I didn't love it, but I do love the matchup here. So that's why I'm playing him. Puka Nakua, $7,600, going against, hopefully, the Steelers' second string DB. I like that matchup. Another wide receiver, on the cheap, Charlie. And although he may not be racking up the receptions and yards, he's getting enough of both and getting into the end zone for the last three weeks in a row. I'm talking about the one, the only, the gadget player. I'm talking about the ex-Panther, Curtis Samuel. At only $4,000, if you need a cheap flex player or a cheap wide receiver, not a bad option. Back into the end zone last three weeks, getting over 10 plus points fantasy-wise for the last three weeks in a row. Next, I'm going to round it out here with George Kittle as my tight end. At $5,300, I know George Kittle is always a chance. But with all the this injuries, risky, yeah. With, yeah, definitely risky, but with all the injuries, this has to be a kittle game. It has to be a kiddle game. It has to be. So, I like this idea. I also think the Vikings are going to blitz the shit out of Brock Purdy, and therefore George should be open over the middle a decent amount of times. <laughs> Lastly, I'm going to round it out with the Browns defense. Charlie, I pulled a rare, rare thing for me, Charlie. All right. I paid more than $3,000 for Holy defense. Holy cow. I know. I know it. I thought I could spend up, and I did. The Browns defense, $3,300 going against Gardner Minshew in the Colts offense. I know the Colts will eventually score some points, but I like the Browns to get sacks, picks, maybe even a pick six. I'm going to take the Browns defense all day. I will pay up to go get the Browns defense I know they will get scored on, but I think they will score enough points on the back end to make up for any points lost
0: from scoring. I like it. That's a good lineup. I like it. I think it's your best lineup yet.
1: Well, you've said that a couple times, and I haven't won, so we'll see.
0: Well, I'm saying it yet yeah. now. <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, yeah. I get better every
1: week. We'll yeah. see. I need the bye week.
0: Um. All right.
1: Charlie. Bryce. Let's do the best segment in podcast. Let's right? do it. Charlie, it's chapping
0: your ass. Bryce, what's giving you the red ass this week? Well, Charlie, I actually had a pretty good week. I had a pretty good week. I went to the fair
1: last night, had some good food, stuffed my face. Um, Traveling to Ohio there and back was solid. Had a great trip in Ohio. Went and saw Iowa State get the dub. Saw my uncle on the sideline. That was awesome. Huge flex, by the way. Uh, people think you're really famous. I noticed that. Not really famous, but people thought it was very cool. I could notice that. Um, talking with all the is other. That the
0: first uh, time you've ever felt that. No, but it was the first time cool. that I sat
1: with the Iowa State family and friends. Okay. And so, like, I definitely, I knew my stuff, and family and friends were like, like I, uh, one of the DBs, one of the safeties got a pick, and literally the play before they were marching, Cincinnati was marching, and I'm like, nah, this is. This is this guy's. T- I said it's Tampa time, and the guy's name is TJ Tampa. Sure enough, literally the next play, TJ Tampa gets a pick. And the guy in front of me turned around, like, damn, you called that. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did. I knew it. I felt it coming. Um, Rob called a fake field goal, and it worked. Oh, that's awesome. Moved the sticks. They end up getting a touchdown, not <laughs> on it, but on the drive.
0: Oh, so is he a special teams coordinator? He's a now? quality
1: control for special teams, also helping with special teams, doing a bunch of stuff. But, yeah, he put in the fake field goal, and it worked. Continued the drive, got him the touchdown. And That's awesome. obviously, it, yeah, it was a huge momentum swing for them. So, great weekend. But, um, obviously, Charlie, I don't have anything to say, so I thought my Chap and Ass, I should just allot you the my segment of Chap and Ass because you've had a lot of shit going on.
0: Well, yeah, well, you just— Somehow that travel that we talked about still yeah. made it into your chapped ass. No, I not. said I had good travel. Yeah, I know, but it was still made it into your chapped ass segment, not being a chapped ass, but still made it into the segment. Just well, saying. Okay. Well, my chapped ass is Nick Wright, dude. Who? Nick Wright from Fox Sports. Okay, I don't. I don't even know who that is. Oh, really? No. He. I have respected him and his opinion. I've thought he's one of the smartest up and coming uh analyst you'll see him and you'll recognize him um he's he's on uh he's got a show up his own show now i believe but um he's sharp but he hates Brock purdy dude and he like just absolutely hates him and he's one of the guys that said that mac Jones would be this successful if he was he would be as successful as Brock purdy in the forty ers offense wow. That's asinine. But because Brock Purdy didn't have a great game. Mike Wright. No, Nick Wright. Nick Wright, sorry. Um. he's saying the real Brock Purdy showed up. This is the real Brock. This Purdy. guy. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I've actually really liked like yeah. I've I found him really sharp, but uh yeah. he just hates Brock Purdy. And I can tell just the way that he is about how he feels about Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy could go win Super Bowl MVP. He will not change his stance. And now I think he's a fucking idiot, dude. (laughs) And he has really chapped my ass. Especially for someone I really respected. And to be so wrong. Make an ass out of yourself, dude. That's that's what's chapped my ass. But I mean everything else about the loss, you know, whatever, dude. On to the next one. That's all I got. That's, That's all. it. Uh I mean <laughs> <laughs>
1: No pillow sheets, uh, no, no we already, trundle bed. We already,
0: we already got that out of the way, dude.
1: No, no hospital visits, nothing See, like really that. the,
0: the so you've had a pretty good week the, then, huh? The pillowcases chat my face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They yeah. did chat my ass. Okay, all right, all right, fair uh, enough. Um, oh, oh, well, one, one, one little tidbit from the hospital stay. We had respiratory. Resp- respiratory therapist, sorry, easy for me to say, right? Sure. Respiratory therapist coming in. And one guy came in at like 1030 at night. Obviously the baby was sleeping and he's talking as loud as I'm talking right now, right over the baby to us. Everyone else that comes in the room when the baby is sleeping, they are like, okay, you know, they're, they're, they are being respectful of the fact that there's a sleeping baby that hasn't slept in fucking 36 hours at this point. Yeah. Let it sleep. And he's just coming in all fucking willy nilly hollering like a fool, dude. Yeah. Luckily, Polly just slept right through it. And he was like pressing on her chest and everything and like feeling, you know, listening for. Her. But still, get it together, dude. Yeah. Where are you from? Figure it out. Jack wagon. That's the, that's the last bit of my chapped ass, dude. That jack-wagon respiratory therapist. Fair enough. Yep. Bryce? Charlie. Oh, uh, follow us on Instagram. The guy will tell you how to do it at the end. And uh, DraftKings will be sending that out. If you want to invite to it and you haven't been getting one, let us know. We'll invite you. Everyone, good luck in fantasy this week. And go Niners. This has been the
1: Unsolicited Advice Podcast. Don't forget to please like, rate, and subscribe. And check us out on Instagram at un.solicitedadvice underscore. Until next time, bet the over.